Hi, welcome back to AR Zone. I'm your host, Carolyn Bailey. In this special series of interviews, AR Zone are delighted to be working with the Pollination Project to bring you the winners of this year's Lisa Shapiro Awards. These five hardworking advocates have been chosen from over 200 nominees from around the world by their peers as the five unsung vegan heroes for 2017. It's a great pleasure to introduce this year's winners of the Lisa Shapiro Award to you, but first we'd like to take a moment to remember Lisa Shapiro. Lisa epitomised the term unsung vegan hero. She was a quiet, humble advocate who spent her life advocating on behalf of others, never expecting any acknowledgement for her work. Not long after winning the award in 2014, Lisa was diagnosed with cancer and sadly she passed away in 2015. This award is one small way to honour and to remember Lisa and her work. Today, we're pleased to welcome and to congratulate one of this year's winners. Dr. Dawood Dolka works as a full-time dentist during the day and dedicates every other spare moment of her life to other animals. Over four years ago, Dawood co-founded the Dharmasala Vegan Movement, or DVM, which finds homes for other animals in need and encourages people to address their consumption of animal products. This powerful activist has been known as the animal rescuer of her village since she was a child, so whenever someone spotted a stray animal in distress, they'd reach out to Dawa for assistance. Over the years, she's rescued dogs, cows, cats and mules to bring them back to health. DVM holds seminars, organises public screenings of documentaries at local restaurants, distributes flyers and speaks out to schools and universities to raise awareness of veganism. Dawa has made it her mission to speak about animals, health and environmental factors to the Tibetan community. Her community lovingly refers to Dawa as the first Tibetan vegan who invites strangers to her vegan brunches and helps those new vegans find delicious non-animal food. Dawa, thanks for joining us today. Congratulations on being named one of this year's Unsung Vegan Heroes. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you so much for the kind introduction. And thank you to all the Pollination Project team for giving this opportunity for uh, all the animal activists around the world working for the same cause, Animal Rights Movement. Thank you so much. You're so very welcome. Dawa, I'd like to begin today by asking you to please tell our listeners what it was that led you to becoming vegan and to becoming an advocate for other animals. I think... uh, this huge transformation was already there. I mean, the seed was already there in me uh, since I was a child. I have been very sensitive towards animals and their sufferings and uh, the consumptions as well. But the, uh, the problem was I was born in a non-vegan uh, family and a community, so I never had a proper a way of connecting to the animals through through the time that I have spent in my childhood. And so a lot of things uh, had already been there. And But I think the biggest um, teacher for me to connect to the animals and their suffering was through my dog. I have a Dachshund dog and she's like 11 years old now. I had her since she was a month old. So we have this mother and daughter relationship and... Uh, so uh what happened was four years back, I happened to see uh, the footage of Yulin Dog Meat Festival in China, where the reporter uh, was uh, actually videoing a Chinese butcher 
who was scraping ch- uh, the dog meat and making it a dish and serving to the people in his restaurant. It was an open restaurant, so everything was pretty um, visible in the video. So uh, the the Chinese butcher he said he said something in a very simple English, and at that moment I felt like he was saying that to me. So what he said to the reporter who was actually I think uh, baffled by seeing what he you know like dog hanging. Uh, outside with the dead and you know treated like a food so the chinese butcher told him just as you guys eat cows chickens goats fish we eat dogs so there's no difference mm. and he had this smile you know uh, and at that moment i i just felt like the whole world was dark and it just him and me talking and he's saying it to me on my face and uh, i had a mixed emotion of course i was really really angry because for me my dog is like my world my life my daughter my everything mm. and i could never imagine someone doing the same thing to her but at the same time i had this grief like a dark shadow falling on me right away because i have been eating and consuming animal products and directly contributing to all the sufferings but never actually questioned myself of uh, this nature i think what we call it as a speciesism until that time so when someone just uh show you the truth on your face most of the time we do not like it so i was really angry at that moment but then i was like okay since uh, you know i'm a tibetan and uh, uh where the history goes chinese and tibetans are have been a, a nasty uh, relationship in the past history but i think growing up in a tibetan community in a buddhist community we have been spoon fed we have been taught the first word was compassion so uh there was not a moment or not a not a day in our life where we don't utter this compassion word or where we don't ch- chant our um uh, compassionate uh, chants that usually we say om mani padme hum so i I usually used to think I am a very compassionate person just as my whole family or my whole society is because we always has this opportunity to go to monasteries and uh, to go to into our own prayer rooms in every homes and uh, pray and connect to the spirituality but this whole experience of um, the dog being treated as meat kind of questioned me back on my ethical value and my spiritual value and i realized uh, i have been doing a grave 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 sin and a mistake and uh, a very wrong way of practicing compassion and i think this is the whole reason why i feel i think i have i should be morally inclined to now advocate for animal cause i have been supporting this industry this cruel industry from past 27 years and now i think i have a very less uh, amount of time to dedicate my entire coming years for uh, for this movement yeah thank you wow that's really interesting thank you so much dawa why is it why do you think it is Is it is it because of that that animal advocacy has become such an important part of your life is there are there other reasons I think for every change for every new things to happen I I always believe like uh you there are so many small lessons in life that 
that is like a dot and that connects and you know so of course uh, my dog being one of the a teacher i i like to describe it as a teacher because she helped me to see things she helped me to break the speciesism and uh, and the second part is knowingly that i always used to uh, address myself and believe that i'm a very compassionate person in and out and uh, and i believe in life after death i believe in karma and mm. uh, so and and the third part is i cannot undo all those uh, sins and atrocities that i have been causing by being a non vegan and munching on and eating on and uh, offering non vegans a food and I, i used to cook chicken i used to like mm. the taste of it i used to like cooking it for me it is it was just like a food i never question myself and i never let my stronger feeling of 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 a human being uh into that i always used to think uh, this is how life is this is what people eat and this is what my family eats and i'm okay with it so i have a big 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 remorse a huge regret and huge guilt and now i cannot undo that part but i know what uh, what comes ahead is totally in my hand and in my power and and uh, i think that's one of the major reason why i want to change my future or change the day ahead of me by advocating for the animal cause and also uh being a tibetan there already we already have this human right issues going on because you know uh, tibet is still under chinese chinese occupation and invasion and there's so much of tibetan uh dying and immolating for tibetan cause and uh, we I am I and millions of my other Tibetans are born as refugees and uh, we don't know yet uh, when will we be able to go back to our country but so the 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 heat and the, the the priority for many Tibetans right now is the Tibetan cause so somehow I feel like there is less of Tibetan people to address on animal rights to address on veganism and also so far there's a huge ignorance of veganism right now in my community and so i somehow i like to um, convey this as my service to my community through doing advocating for animal rights and uh, conveying the message of peace and compassion through veganism yeah thanks darla that's really interesting they're all such important issues aren't they and i think i think we all have similar feelings of of guilt and and regret so um yeah Yeah and like you say I really like that you said it's what you do now and what you do in the future that matters yeah. so I, I think that's really positive right. that's very nice um Thank you. who or what if anything in the last year has had the biggest positive influence on you I think um on the internet world we we see a lot of inspiring vegan uh activists or professor or or individuals doing stuff like that doing stuff for the movement and stuff but i think uh what really motivated me or what really put me into the correct direction was meeting my uh co-activist uh the uh, Nina Dean Peterson she's from Denmark and then Tenzin Tsepen she's from New York and then there's Varun and Umang who's from India so uh we all met few years ago and then we said okay let's do something about uh, uh why we are here together because uh, two of them are here for a short moment but they were as enthusiastic 
as I was to raise awareness on veganism here. When I told them that uh, the awareness here is minimal to new people, simply did not know the meaning of veganism or vegan. And uh, at that time, it was a complete foreign um, world or a foreign kind of living. So I think uh, meeting this like-minded people in you know an actual life uh, kind of shaped my activism and uh, inspired me. And also, uh, I... I've always believed in the team spirit and I always wanted a team of my own to uh, start working from my community. That's what I always believe. Uh, a person who is in India can actually work uh, better for Indian animal or for Indian people, whatever it is. Uh, so I think for me to start uh, advocating for veganism was to start from my community, from where I was. And also I believe in the power of social media. And there are a lot of people who has actually inspired me. And uh, I really like, do not have a particular name right now to name uh, on, as the social media is full of inspiring vegans and activists and people actually uh, taking front the compassion uh, message uh, through compassion. These people are my heroes because I think it's a toughest uh, challenge to not get angry or offended at non-vegans contributing to them and then not making connection and and then you try to make them realize that uh, this is wrong but uh, the whole process is actually a learning process for us as well though we know the truth but uh, if we suppose we are yelling and screaming at the non-vegans, at the participants, at the audience who are coming for example for the screenings and for the branches, for the outreaches that we do, uh, I think there's no point uh, I, I feel like there's no point in uh, being angry at those people because I think um, uh, somewhere I was also there at one time of my life and most of us were all uh, we have done that, we have been there and we would not connect to someone who is nasty about the whole process. So I I would like to dedicate my uh, inspiration to my co-activist uh, that I have just named earlier. Thank you. Fantastic. And I completely agree with you. I think that um, most vegans sort of understand that, you know, those those non-vegans, that, that was us. That That's who we were that at was one us. stage. Exactly, Caroline. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I think that you're probably quite an inspiration to a lot of people as well. Finally, so finally, Dawa, how can our listeners help you with your work on behalf of an, other animals? Is there a website or a funding campaign that they can access to? First, I think uh, this is a golden opportunity for me uh, to be able to express uh, my message that is uh, compassion. And I really think uh, uh, no, there's it's no brainer and everybody knows the meaning and the value of compassion. And I think the basic thing is to start from what you put in your mouth and what you wear on your body and uh, how you practice every day so i think the most compassionate living would be going vegan or choosing a plant-based living for the animals for ourselves for the community and for the whole planet so i think uh if i would request all the listeners right now and to please choose compassion over killing and to love animals as uh 
as living beings and not as a commodity. And and wherever you are, you can always connect to uh, animal rights organization or animal uh, shelters or uh, or vegans out there and uh, start uh, doing your bits and start contributing to the movement because uh, I think every day the animals need us more than anything else in the world and we are a very minor group so we have to unite we have to inspire each other and inspire more people so that this movement grows grows and the day will be soon when animal liberation is being celebrated by all of us and uh, so if you want if you guys want to uh, support uh, my work and uh, the work that I do here in Dharamsala uh, I do not have, we do not have a website right now for Dharamshala Vegan Movement, but you can always uh, check us on Facebook, Dharamshala, D-H-A-R-A-M-S-H-A-L-A, Vegan Movement, and uh, connect to us on the page, and or you can uh, write to me on my email, that is T-E-N-C-H-O-D-H-E-N at uh, gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks, Dawa. That's wonderful advice. And we'll put those links in the, in the yeah. post for the interview okay, as well. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'd like to take this opportunity to also thank you for everything that you continue to do to make our world a better place. Thank you so much, Caroline. Thank you. You're so welcome. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Well, I'm never so-